And so there was a dairy farmer up the street that had a dairy and I called him up and I said, I'd like a job. And he said, I don't have any jobs. And I said, okay. So I called him two or three weeks later and I said, I want a job. He says, I don't, I don't have a job. So I thought, well, I got to change my mindset and change my question. So I called him up and I said, what time do you guys start milking? And he goes, why? And I said, I'm going to be there in the morning to milk and you don't have to pay me. I just want to work. So I went to work the next morning. My first check was five bucks. I started farming probably 17, 18, maybe even 19 years old. And then uh, one of the guys out in Slaterville, Utah, where the farm was, was a general contractor. And I went to work for him. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Azuma that shares motivational stories for small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Gary, the owner of Rand's Roofing. Gary, welcome. Thank you. So Gary, why don't you take a little bit of time and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm 60 years old. I'm a grandpa. I have 11 grandkids. I have two kids. I have a wonderful wife. When I was probably... Oh... 12, 13 years old, my family moved from this Ogden, Utah to Slaterville, Utah. That's farming country. And so there was a dairy farmer up the street that had a dairy. And I called him up and I said, I'd like a job. And he said, I don't have any jobs. And I said, okay. So I called him two or three weeks later and I said, I want a job. He says, I don't don't have a job. So I thought, well, I got to change my mindset and change my question. So I called him up and I said, what time do you guys start milking? And he goes, why? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, I'm going to be there in the morning to milk, and you don't have to pay me. I just want to work. So I went to work the next morning. My first check was five bucks. I started farming probably 17, 18, maybe even 19 years old. And then uh, one of the guys out in Slaterville, Utah, where the farm was, was a general contractor, and I went to work for him. We did framing. We did roofing. We did siding. We did everything. Then I moved to Idaho, worked on another farm. Got married, came back, worked for Merrill Beans, went to work for Kimberly Clark. And it was while I was working at Kimberly Clark that I went back to roofing. That's when I started my business. I incorporated in 99 and I roofed for probably eight years before that. Great. So you've owned your business for a long time, well over 20 years, it sounds like. What led to you starting your own roofing business? So when I was younger, we when we were first married, we just kind of bounced around from job to job like you do. And I worked construction. I worked for, a, actually it was my bishop. And I worked at different places. I worked for a car dealership. I worked for a place that made diapers, Kimberly Clark. And I had just people that wanted me to come roof their houses. So I had a contractor that I would go work for on my days off and roof his houses. And, and then I started roofing other people's houses and it just grew from there to where we are today. And one day I just couldn't go to work anymore. My wife said, quit. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) So you said people wanted you to come and roof houses. Were you handy? How did people know that you might be good at that? I had roofed for this contractor, the guy that was my bishop. I'd roofed for him before. And this other contractor, he had built a house for my sister-in-law. And he didn't have a roofer and he had an old truck, an old 79 Chevy two-wheel drive truck he wanted to sell. 
And I said, well, I'll come roof your houses to pay for that truck. So that old truck is what got me going down that avenue and it just kept growing and growing. I'm a very hands-on person. I have 23 rentals. Oh, wow. And the property management company that I have is me. (laughs) I manage them and I do a lot of the repairs on them and things like that. I'm hands-on. So I watched a plumber change a water heater. Okay. I can change a water heater. I told my plumber, he's like, dude, I need a water heater. He's like, there's no way. I'm like, you understand what happens if you don't put in my water heater. He says, yeah, you'll never call me again. I'm like, you're right. (laughs) I'm very hands-on. I find great relaxation. I find great joy in working. That's pretty much my fun stuff. And that's what I do. My normal day, I'm up at five. I'm in the office by five thirty, six o'clock. Um, I go home at nine thirty. <laughs> wow. My so wife's I... acting assisted living, so I go see her for a while before I go home. Oh, oh really? Wow. And so there's nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's fundamentally changed about your work from when you started until now? Not tons changing about roofing. Pricing's probably been the biggest thing. Material and shortages and Price increase increasing. Has technology changed the way that you operate your business? Maybe not out in the field as far as you know the actual roofing, but just the operation of your business? Yeah. A lot more paperwork involved in it yeah. than there was before. I have an office person, an office manager, and I went for years and years without an office manager, and she's a great help. It's just not as fun as it used to be, and that could be because I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. So it's just not as fun as it used to be. But I still find it very rewarding. I don't say, I don't want to get up this morning and go to work. My wife would say, what are you going to do today? And I'm like, whatever fire comes my way. (laughs) Very true. So for us who maybe aren't as handy, you kind of, I don't want to feel like I'm calling you out a little bit. You're kind of making this sound a little bit easier than it seems like it really is. You know, I just went and did a roof and just kind of started a business. And, you know, one person asked me to do another one. I'm sure there was a lot more uh, details in there, but what are some of the challenges you had as far as actually getting that going and learning how to run a business? Because it's one thing to do a job for somebody, but when it turns into a business, that's kind of a whole nother level. So I graduated from the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah. That's my college degree. And I worked at Kimberly Clark for probably about eight, nine years. And probably seven and a half or eight of those years, I roofed houses on the side on my days off. And so by the time I jumped into it full time, I had a lot of good connections. I had a lot of contractors lined up to do their work. And so for me, I wasn't just starting off cold. I had seven, eight years behind me of doing it. And so just over those years, I was able to build my company to where it was when I left. And uh, I left Kimberly Clark and started roofing and it was better pay. It was better better work environment. I didn't have to work graveyards anymore. And I didn't have to work weekends. So for me going into my business, I had a lot of it done before I actually started. You were essentially working a job and running a business on the side for quite a while, it sounds like, huh? Yeah. That is really cool. Doing jobs for people and running a business is also different in the sense there's a lot of administrative, additional administrative work and taxes and Maybe if you hired people, there's payroll and all these other things that maybe you didn't have to worry about maybe when doing side work. Was that challenging at all for you or how'd you handle that? 
probably about three fourths of those years I was working both jobs. The contractor that I was working for, he was paying the bills, payroll, taxes, all that kind of stuff. So I didn't have to do that yet. And basically, when I quit Kimberly Clark and went out on my own, when I started doing all that. So Gary, as you transitioned from your corporate job and went to uh, owning your own business, you've talked about some things that you really liked about it. What were some of the major challenges that you faced or, or obstacles that you faced as you branched out on your own? I don't know. I don't really look at it as a challenge. I look at it as just a way to grow. And so where I started, the way I did, I already had my money stuff in position. So it wasn't like I had to go take out a big loan for anything like that. Probably some of the challenges were finding good employees and getting employees to work. The other challenge is competition. There's a lot of competition out there. You just have to learn how to hustle. How did you finally start to get some good employees or start to be able to vet people out? So you, you, you know, making better decisions on the hiring. When my son got older and he worked for me and a lot of his friends would come work for me and uh, they were all pretty good workers. How young do you hire? I've got an 11 year old that needs a job in a bad way. <laughs> Unfortunately, because of OSHA, you got to be 18. <laughs> I'm going to send them your way. <laughs> and don't pay them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's great. So what have been some of the most rewarding things about owning your own business all these years? I think the most rewarding things is you have control of what's going on a little better. <clears throat> Roofing is kind of recession-proof because if they can't build houses, people fix up their house. What do you think? You put a 25-year roof on your house. Well, that's going to last forever, right? It doesn't. It doesn't, it's yeah. It's going to last like 18 years and it's time you got to re-roof again. Right. And so... It comes around. I mean, we're doing roofs again for the second time for people that we did roofs for. But it's just cool to see that you can do something like that and be successful. Yeah, to be able to create that for yourself. Very rewarding. But it sounds like you're going to probably be working until the day you die. So you're not going to need a retirement. That's pretty much much what my wife told me. You can work (laughs) until you die. It sounds like it's a fulfilling life, though, for you, just the way you talk about it and how much you enjoy it. And so it's uh, inter- It's fun to hear that. Inspirational, for yeah. sure. So when I was working both jobs, we worked seven to seven. So I'd get off at seven o'clock in the morning. I'd sleep till noon. I'd go work till five and I'd go work at seven o'clock at night. And I did that. And the uh, last day I got off at seven in the morning, I'd go home, change my clothes and I'd work till seven o'clock at night. One of the biggest reasons I hated working out there is Sundays they paid double time. Pretty good money, right? Who wouldn't want to make double time for 12 hours? Yeah. I hated it. I hated working Sundays. It was actually a Sunday that I quit. I mean, my wife would go to church and sit in the back row by my neighbor because his wife was a nurse. And then we'd, I'd show up or she'd show up and people are like scratching their heads like, <laughs> what's going on here? And so... It was really good to to get out of there. Yeah. So Gary, for anybody who's out there is listening and thinking of starting a new business or is in the beginnings of their business, what advice would you give to them? The first thing you got to do is you got to commit yourself to working hard. It's really hard to start a business and maintain a business and not work in it. You got to get your spouse to sign off on you working hard because you're no longer an eight to five job. Seven o'clock at night last night, I was moving dump trucks around. Yeah. you've got to be able to do that. You don't go home at three o'clock. At least I never did. You just got to have the drive and the determination and the willpower and 
want to do a well, I think the principle of hard work is, is never going to go away. What I like about what you mentioned there is that sometimes people have this dream, I guess, or the purpose behind them wanting to start a new business is so that they don't have to work as much. They want sort of this flexibility or you know the freedom to be their own boss. But there's a steep price to pay for that. And a lot of time it involves a lot more work so that you can have some time off. Yeah. And if your purpose behind your business is to not work, your business is not most likely not going to pan out. You bring up a good point. So if my wife is sick and she's in the hospital, that's my first priority. If she's not and she's doing fine, then my company's my first priority. So I went home. It was in January, three years ago, four years ago. I went home. I just happened to stop by the house at 10 o'clock and I opened the door and I looked up, I have a split entry house and I looked up the stairs and I knew that Molly hadn't came out of the bedroom yet. So I go upstairs and the bedroom door still shut. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to open the door. And so I opened the door and she had fell down on the tile and broke the ball off her arm. Oh, oh, so everything shifted to her, get her to the doctor, get her checked out, things like that. Once I got her stabilized, got her home, then I could go back and worry about work. And there's there's a lot of nights that I will be down here until 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning because I've had other commitments that I've had to take care of. And so you've got to be willing to put in the time and the hard effort and the hard work. And people have this misconception. They think small business owners are like billionaires. We're, <laughs> not. We're not billionaires. We have to work hard for what we get. And, you know, I can take off. If I want to take off for three days, I can take off. But you know what, what happens when you come back? Nobody's done my work. Yeah, you got six, <laughs> six days. It's not worth taking a vacation. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Gary, what is it uh, that, that keeps you going as a small business owner? Well, I'm very money-driven. I love money. And not just to have a lot of money. I love to help people. I love to serve people. My wife keeps me going. My family keeps me going. I want to provide for them. Um, I want to be able to do fun things with them when we can. But uh, it's just what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to keep busy. You're supposed to keep engaged. I just don't sit around. That's great. Good attitude to have. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that and all of the, the words of wisdom and experiences and example is very valuable to us so thank you very much for your time it's been a pleasure thank you yeah thanks gary thank you listeners for joining us today if you or someone you know would like to share your small business story please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page and if you are looking for tax advice for your small business be sure to join our keep going facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com